So, as I record this, it is 6.30 on October 10th. Um, Happy birthday to my brother, Craig. I'm driving to the office in the dark. And I'm driving to the office in the dark because earlier in the year I had a concussion which took me out of work for a week and I don't have the PTO to fully cover my honeymoon without it. I'm appreciative of that opportunity though because it took some creative engineering of time worked so that the corporate system was happy to get that done so there's a few people that um, I thank for that but it got me thinking about how important time is and what the true cost of time wasted can actually be. You see, what I'm giving up right now is the most valuable resource that I have under a social construct that's giving a particular dollar amount. No, it's not the full dollar amount because Obviously, there's, you know, base pay plus um, commissions, etc. But at the core of it, every day we wake up to a promise of our most valuable asset being passed on to a entity in exchange for the currency of the realm. Myself being somebody that leans more towards an entrepreneurial bent, uh, I look forward to the time when that's not the case. In uh, Richard Kiyosaki's Cash Flow Quadrant, he talks about moving from the left quadrants, the employee or self employed, to the right quadrants, which are business owner an investor. Now, a lot of my entrepreneur friends that are listening to this are going to say, well, Mike, I, I'm on that right side. I have a business. And when I was younger, in my 20s, and I had my franchise office open... I thought of myself as a small business owner. I mean, I had employees. I paid taxes on their behalf. Uh, Social Security, which I could do a whole episode on that whole Ponzi. And all these other things. But really, I was on the left side, the left quadrants, 
Because if I left, my business wouldn't do as good. Invariably, in the conversations I had with my uh, partner in the field in my day-to-day role now, while I'm away, there's a good chance that we're going to see a sales drop. And what I'm coming in so early to do is to try to put the parts and pieces in place to mitigate that as much as possible with my buddy that's going to be covering my territory for me while I'm gone. And this isn't to come across as self-aggrandizing because he's great and I know that because I helped train him. But there's a different nuance to the conversation with a friend or somebody that you've gone through the dark side with. Like my example that I use very often is I can sit down with some of my marine buddies that I haven't seen since I deployed in either 04, 07. And I haven't seen them since. And we pick up right where we left off because we've had that shared struggle, that shared sacrifice. We've shared that most valuable resource, time together. And it was time under tension. Our most productive clients in my business now are people that I've helped through some of these more complicated situations and brought them out the other side. Whether it was financially, they weren't sure how to resolve the issue that their client was facing, whether it was for income and retirement, um, creating legacy, offsetting Social Security, whatever it might have been. They came to me like, Mike, hey, what, what can I do? And we found the solution for them. Now, that's not always saying that we found a solution within the product set that I offer either. Because if you're going to be a true consultative salesperson, you need to be able to tell somebody to go to see your competitor. I mean, just yesterday in our territory, we did that for half a million dollar worth of uh, order. It's a pretty pretty tough thing to do if you don't have your values and your morals in alignment with your purpose. We do it almost every day. Because of that, we're a top-level organization inside of our company, which is why I'm worried about this fall-off. So to not get really rambly about it, If your business is struggling, you need to think about a couple things. I mean, there's systems, obviously. You know, do you have your 
ducks in any sort of a constructive row, like, or are you just complete uh, Charlie Foxtrot, as we say in the Marine Corps, um, really working hard to not actually use any of the words that have that explicit, even though I log it every time. But once you talk about systems and processes, then it becomes people and interactions and those relationships. Are you any good at having a genuine conversation and being able to be vulnerable and giving of self in the process of helping your client? Because that's what the best do. You know, when I worked with Cutco in my 20s and I was training these you know, kids out of high school and college, I used to tell them whenever there was an issue, whether it was with sales or with um, lead generation, look, I'm, I'm willing to do anything I can for you, but I need you to have your clothes memorized. I need you to have your recommendations approach memorized. And I don't want that because I want you to be a carbon copy of Mike Demo. He's just some dude at the end of the day. But it's the confidence that you gain from knowing that your core systems are in place and that your product is unflappable. You memorize your clothes, you memorize your recommendations approach, or as a business owner or salesperson, you memorize your systems and processes so that you can effortlessly, excuse me, effortlessly conduct that part of the transaction. And if you can effortlessly, man, I have not had my coffee this morning, so God, I apologize. I'm a hot mess. But if you don't have those things down to the point where you can say them as part of a normal conversation, there's a switch. Whether it's over the phone or face-to-face, people can see that. They can feel the different energy over the phone. They can hear the difference in the tone and the tempo. And that's what I have with my advisors that I work with that potentially could fall off a little bit because of how locked in our story that we tell for the multiple different products that we offer are. It's a reason that with the exception of one month this year, we've been over goal every month this year. And in a time when some people are struggling to meet three quarters of their goal, we're turning in at 200%. We've hit our goal for the year last month again this is October and the reason we did that is because of that story that authenticity, that vulnerability that caring about the end user which isn't my client by the way, it's my client's client, it's Bob and Jane who are 
going to be retiring in a couple of years and they're nervous about what the future is going to bring and they want to have certainty in their life. It's the gentleman I was helping yesterday who has a special needs son that he wants to pass on as much money as possible but he's not necessarily the best candidate for insurance. And I genuinely care that they have the best possible outcome, which is, by the way, the only reason I'm still in the role that I'm in. That's the edifying factor. So to bring this full circle, I know I've talked a lot about time being your most valuable resource. We talked a bit about knowing your systems. And then we talked about being authentic and vulnerable as a part of humanizing the brand, in essence, to make you somebody that others want to do business with. My ask at the end of this episode, outside of your traditional leave a review or send me an idea for what you want to hear about next at USMC3782 on Instagram. Right now is going to be the best way to find me because I'll be on my honeymoon in the next couple weeks. But what my ask is for you is to spend 10 minutes at the end of the day. Just 10 minutes. You can go longer if you feel inspired, but at least 10 minutes each day. Put a line straight down the middle of a piece of paper. Left-hand side are your wins. Right-hand side are your opportunities. A lot of times people say wins, losses... That's not the case. Thomas Edison didn't lose, was it a thousand times, ten thousand times, whatever it was for him to figure out how to get a light bulb to work. He found a whole crap ton of ways that a light bulb didn't work on his way to finding his victory. Those were opportunities for growth. So in your business or if you're inside of an organization, Tell me or write down every day for the next 30 days. Left side, these are my wins. Right side, these are my opportunities for growth. The idea being the stuff on the left side, keep doing it. It's working. On the right hand side, similar to when you journal after meditation you'll start to see themes. Within 10 days, you'll see themes. And once you're at that roughly 10-day mark, you can go back and look and kind of trace the themes. What are the things that are consistently holding me back? Those becomes your focused area of opportunity that you're going to be able to correct so that that situation moves over to the left side, the win column. What you're doing is, with intention, finding areas of opportunity, disrupting the pattern so that you can win. 
I'm Mike Demo. I appreciate your time. Leave me some feedback. Let me know how this worked for you. Have a great day.